Yeah, talking about Eufy.com. The Eufy video lock is unbelievable. Get it on Amazon. You can get it at Best Buy stores starting on May 20th. What is it? It's a smart lock, 2K cam, and doorbell, three-in-one, triple security, so you can have everything you need in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys like my wife. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips head screwdriver, no drilling required. It's got a keyless entry. No more fumbling for the keys. When hands are full, never worry about kids losing keys or passing among the renters of your house. You got a rental property out there? This is a must-have. I love this product. Uh, Just got it a couple weeks ago. Huge fan. Have the ring camera. It's okay. It's not as great as this, so I swapped it out. Uh, Go to Eufy Video Lock today on YouTube. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit EUFYofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your front door. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Uh, You see the skateboard up there in the middle of the set? We did a live show. There it is. Boom, right there. Look at that. Right on cue, Delco. Give yourself a round of applause for that. Go ahead. I'll, I'll allow it. We'll allow it today. There we go. No, that's not. I said applause. Applause. I'll wait. I'm not worthy of applause. You are. Yeah. You are. That was. I mean, that was right on cue there. Boom. Right. It's for Patreon. It's for the people of Patreon. I know. All right? The audio listeners aren't going to know. Proud of you. All right? Those uh, limited edition skateboards from uh, Snake Farm Co. went out. We did a live show. Gave out, uh, well, sold. A hundred of those bad boys. They'll never be made again, ever. Now, the end of the show, we had a girl who popped in at the end who talked about being in a cult at the end of it. And today's guest was also in a cult. Travis Chapel, how are you, man? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. You look like initially you would be a bottom. And then you kind of move up to a top in the cult. Yeah, yeah. Was it that kind of cult? No. It was not. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, there was no fun stories to walk away with. Come yeah, on. It was, it was more religious. What in was nature. it exactly? 
uh, Independent Fundamental Baptist. Whoa, so, whoa, 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 whoa. What the yeah, fuck is yeah. that? Uh, the IFB movement, basically. The okay. most fundamentalist form of being a Baptist that you can have. It's like a, you know, it's like Christianity, and then there's Baptist, and then there's Independent Fundamental Baptists. So, yeah, fundamentalist Christianity, essentially. What the fuck is all of that, dude? Yeah, it's... Uh, it's Snakes? Uh, no. Anal? No. Pigeons? Well, I mean, depends, I guess. Clawfoot bat tubs? Yeah. <laughs> Mimes? Street clowns? We're, we're not. We're not. I'll keep going. Keep going. I'll, I'll come. You'll come up with something eventually that'll probably hit. Um, but, but what? What was it exactly? Yeah. Basically, I. The best way that I can explain it is, I graduated kindergarten on the same campus I graduated college from, which was also where I went to church. So I like every day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was at this one like forty-acre compound in Southern California. Um, either there for church or I was there for school or there for sports or activities or whatever. With so, the same people? The same people, yeah. No shit. Yeah. So, you know, pros and cons. Uh, there's a couple of friends of mine that we I've known since I was like three years old that are more like brothers at this point. Um, yeah. So, like, there's some some cool stuff to come out of it, too, for sure. But, yeah. But mostly it was it was pretty fucking wild, huh? There's not a lot of, yeah. Uh, it, 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 didn't, it doesn't really set you up to be like a, you know... Uh, doesn't set you up for career success ultimately you know because well, you never know they're trying to pump out um, you know ministry people mm. and so i didn't end up doing that and so nothing that i did there really mattered you know except for i, I will say though that i was like preaching and standing up and talking in front of people since i was like 12 did um, you do so it in a black good. voice uh no with no. black face uh no. That would have rocked. <laughs> that would have rocked if you would have got up there in front of all white children and parents and just, yeah. you know, and the Lord says you got to rise up. Yeah, if you could convince yeah. enough people that you were like a reincarnated black pastor from like the 30s or something. Oh, it'd be great. Somebody would allow it. Somebody would that, allow it. That's how I identify. People, yeah. 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 That's the only way I can come. Mm. Uh, yeah, if I'm, when, when I'm with my wife, if I do that voice, yeah. then boom. What if she does it? <laughs> Even quicker, yeah. You know, yeah. that'll that'll get me there faster than a finger, you know, in the ass. Uh, I don't go past the second knuckle though, because that's that's gay, obviously. Yeah, yeah. How many people were in this in this thing? Yeah, first knuckle only. Yeah, middle um, finger. I, I'm not going. You know, I'm not that strict. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> how many people were in this thing? Uh, so when I when when I was a kid. There's probably like 2,000 people that were uh, members of the church, but by the time I left, there's probably like 8,000. It was like a mega church of sorts. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah and they're one of those um, that only believe in the King James mm-hmm. Bible. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? LeBron James? Uh, no. Mm. No, King James of England. Oh, okay. Yeah, different, so, different one? Yeah, 1511. Yeah. This Bible came <laughs> 1611, out. 1611, excuse yeah. me. This Bible came out and uh, I was like, supposed to be sourced from a bunch of different things but really it was just edited specifically for the for the king of england yeah right. none of that sounds you mean, fun you mean it was the inspired word of god yeah, is what you mean yeah, to say. Yeah. Yeah. none of that sounds fun though you know uh it's not the fun kind of cult at all no, uh, no. yeah the reason yeah. why i wanted to talk about it today was uh there was a girl from one tree hill i'm a huge oth fan good for you yeah thanks man you know that might be gayer than two knuckles that's but. true yeah it's not at all Well, there was what what's her name sophia bush yeah she's pretty hot did you hear what happened to her? AIDS. No, better. Oh, better are than you, AIDS? Are you being serious? You don't know what happened to her? No, I have no idea. Bob, pull up the picture. She switched, dude. She's a dude? No, lesbian. Oh, good for her. She oh, switched. Okay. She got she divorced. Got Not yet. Come I, on, we're, we're headed there. 
But her wife is super, or his girlfriend is super hot. She plays for the U.S. ladies soccer team here. Good for her, man. For America. Do the second I half game. Don't do her dirty that. with that pick, dude. There's better ones, Bob. Do the second Jesus half Jesus Christ, yeah, Bob. Yeah. Uh, by, Show a nice, hot, gay pick that we can all get off Also, to. Mike Johnson got sworn in a speaker. Did he really? Yeah, he's like an ultra MAGA fucking... How did he the, pass? The election that? was stolen. The whole fucking shebang guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I'm going to have to look into it more. It just popped up two minutes ago. On it, sure, it sure did. I saw the vote when I was leaving the house yeah. there. Uh, yeah, pop that pick up. There we go. Oh, that girl. Okay. Yeah, the, she's gorgeous, that. man. I mean, oh, you is. know, not the one on the left, obviously, with the cholo socks on. I don't know what's going on there. What, Dan? That's a, that's a normal day out right now. You know there. what? I, I follow this Instagram that's, that's account. That's my brunch outfit. I, I follow this Instagram account called Foos in the Wild. Uh-huh. It's, it's, and it's just fucking cholos doing dumb shit, dancing. No shit. Like, I'm all just in. saying weird I shit. Saw it's, a great it's video so goddamn funny. I saw that account the other day. Yeah. yeah. It was fantastic. What was it? It was uh, this guy and <clears throat> his girl, and they were at the Heart Attack Cafe yeah. in Vegas. Yeah. And you have to like weigh in because if you no, weigh over no. a certain wet, you know, weight, you get free food. And he, the the girl like walks away. Only and in she's America. super. She 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 probably could have weighed in and, oh, and yeah. been a champ. Yeah, but yeah. he walked up <laughs> and he like sized up like the 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 scale as uh-huh. if it was going to make him heavier. But he was like a buck thirty soaking wet. Yeah. And I was just like, why are you? First of all, why are you even weighing yourself? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. what did you think that this was going to do? To like flexing, you get intimidated. It does a lot. I do it every day. Like the scale is going to be like, oh shit. Yeah. 300, bro. The 300. scale fucking knows every time because you got to slouch forward. Yeah, gotta, that's, that's gotta, what it is. Yeah. You got you to beef that up. You got to beef that up a little bit. You got to beef up a little bit. And then boom, right. extra eight, 10 pounds at least. Yeah, well, he needed like an extra 80 to 100 pounds. Like he was not going to make it. You don't think so? No. All right. No. It was great, but that's a good account, though. Thoughts right. on this lesbian couple, though? Look at can the you put two the picture full screen, please? Because it's even there. It's kind of. I like it though. I like the whole goddamn thing there. To be honest with you, the cholo <laughs> look. You gonna blast this fool or what, Holmes? Oh yeah. Look at that, dude. Because well, she's she, got a really pretty I mean, face. She's still a ten, though. Yeah. Sophia, Sophia Bush. Oh, Sophia Bush. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, she's still a 10. not yeah. not fucking. Hector over here on the left. But this was a weird... So here's why I bring this up. This is a weird cast and a whole weird sitch down there. And I don't know what happened on this set. Uh, But then pop up uh, Bethany Joy Lens, Bob. Um, So she just came out maybe three or four weeks ago. And she was in one of these religious cults as well. But more of a sex cult. Wait, No, no, no. no. Who? Uh, The other lead on, on One Tree Hill. So within a week of each other, right... You have the one who flips and becomes a lesbian. Both both of them get divorced from their partners at the same time and enter this lesbian relationship. Then the other one is she was in a fucking religious cult, hmm. and now she's apologizing to everybody and everything else, and she said that everybody on set knew about it. Uh, and that, that She was in a religious cult while they were filming. Wait, yeah. what's, oh, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. what's wow. she apologizing for? Yeah. Was um, she a dick or something? Not really sure. Just kind of standoffish and uh, you know, maybe inviting people to church and all that other shit. Like, did you have to do that? Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had what we called soul winning on Saturdays, and we would um we would go out and invite people to come to church on Sunday. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's door to door it's free door to door sales for the church is what it is. Got it, got it, got it. So yeah. uh my it was my uh my father as a child coming out of this huge it's called River Bend in Chattanooga. It was like 110,000 people. Oh shit. And you'd go to see like whatever the big band of the night was, like okay. Alabama or whoever you know, whoever yeah. it was back in the day, right? right, right. In the deep south. 
And uh, so we're getting out of there, and he's with his girlfriend, and, I, and I'm walking out, and I'm a kid. And my my father's girlfriend at the time was just like, oh, no. Oh, there's my fucking sister, dude. Let's not let's not do this. They were holding the fucking snakes, and they yeah. were passing out flyers and shit like that. Yeah. Um, same thing. Yeah, yeah. It was on a Saturday like that, and you had, to, yep. you had to hand out the flyers and try to get people to come into your... Yeah, what are you doing tomorrow, man? What are you doing? Um, let's, let's go to church. Let's dude. hang. Yeah. But the snake was there, so it was just like... <laughs> Hey, like, like everything you're doing looks fun, and you're yeah. kind, you're you're attractive, right? Right. But the kind, the snake is kind of throwing me off here, and I'm not sure that I want to fuck with you guys. That yeah, that we did not have the snakes. Yeah, we we were just regular weird teenagers, you know, showing okay. up to people's doors and being like, "Hey, you want to come to church?" Were you guys a lot of fuck though? Oh, uh, absolutely not. Yeah, no, I uh, was not. We we're not allowed to touch anybody of the opposite gender like no hugs you know even friends like no hugs no gotta leave room for jesus yeah at least we had a six inch rule it was a literal six inch rule you Um, don't remember the southeast hug I, well, that was more at prom. It's like yeah. a bend forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and your that was genitals more prom. don't touch. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh... Yeah, we couldn't do that either, though. Oh, wow. oh, we didn't even have prom because we couldn't dance. We get demerits for dancing. Footloose. So, Footloose. Uh, it's Footloose again, dude. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we, we had a, what we called spring banquet, which is basically just another chance for them to preach to us. <laughs> spring banquet. Just in a different area of the, you know county was there plays and shit where like you know jesus would come back and oh, i was jesus you were jesus i was jesus bro i'll pull because you had abs play right? the song I'll, jesus I'll has abs play the song delco give it to him yeah there it is dude. oh i thought you were gonna that play higher jesus. by creed i wish that that i can just sing it's like, gonna be the only exciting thing about the so, world series if there's weekend. if there's a modern version oh boy that's bloody oh yeah what you were mm. christ oh i'm just, i was serious yeah i played jesus at our church like that can't Easter be real thing. That's me. I mean, can that, you text in, that to Bob? You're in your twenties, uh, there, aren't you? Uh yeah, yeah. Can like you text 22. that to? Do you have Dan's number? Twenty-one, maybe. Text that to Dan. We've got just to put that on screen it. at this point. Yeah, That's just it. airdrop it to Ross's iMac. That'd be the craziest shit of all time, dude, to put on the screen. That's nuts, man. Well, you know what's uh, really Ross's nuts? So IFB I- is also um, anti-Zionist. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Uh, what do they hate? Jews? No, 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 no. They just don't think that the state of Israel necessarily should be a priority, right? Oh, okay, got uh, it. Well, that. So this must be really <clears throat> weird for you. <clears throat> well, that was. Uh, I think there's some controversy there because we were always like very much mm. pro-Israel yeah. growing up. The, it, sure. There was one of the leaders was yeah, that's, super that's anti-Zionist. I don't remember which one. I don't think it was the one that got caught doing all that gay shit. It was one of the mm. other ones. Mm. Probably. So this why is this weird for you that this conflict's going on and you don't know what side to take? I you know, I never like there's so many things from growing up that I would just accept it as truth that some of them they you don't get forced to come up with your own opinion mm-hmm. through regular life until something like this happens and you're like, Oh shit, I forgot that like the only thing I know about this is what I was told back then. So I guess I kinda have to do my own mm you know, research at this point and see what I actually believe about this. Cause I, all I remember is what I was told. And so pro that, or in, that the, in the pictures, so, obviously. So put yeah. that picture up. On I the mean, this Bob. guy doesn't look very pro Hamas to me. Look yeah. at that guy. So that's, that's you. That's and me. you on are smiling in this picture. Like you're you're literally bleeding on the cross. Yeah, Cause he knows what comes next. He goes, my dad's about to fuck these dudes up. <laughs> Why does this look like AI? I, I the punchline. Yeah. It, it almost looks like AI. I mean, you it's such a, a great picture. This, do they do, do they put a filter on it? Yeah, was this Snapchat filter? Whoever, yeah. Whoever took the picture, edited it and sent it to me. But this is so like, <clears throat> these, do they put nails in your hands? So like they, they're like prop nails. Mm. So they screw the nail. It's like a, boop, it's like a boop. handle like that. Yeah, It's like a loop and you put your hand yeah, in. So I put my hand, but it was actually like pretty like crappy. Cause like we were filming and it was, it was, 
cold and windy uh-huh. and I was up there covered in fake blood and dirt and liquid and all this other shit. Yeah. You're all nipped up and, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. And I'm standing on this like little two by four. That's like probably six inches, seven inches. I'm standing on the cross and then holding myself up on these fake nails. And we were filming for like 90 minutes. Like my arms were dead. I kept like, I was about to fall off. I was like, man, this is like torture. Being well, the good news, how, how do you think Jesus you know? felt? Yeah. Well, and you know? Barabbas too, but wow. he got off. Uh, yeah. So, the good news is they're making Passion of the Christ too, and I assume Caviezel needs a stunt guy. Yes. Yep, still so passionate. You should send him this fucking I shot. I sent him my resume already. Yeah. yeah. Man, you could be a, a nice little body double there. This is why you subscribe to Patreon kids you know, right there. I, this, I can't believe this is real. You know, the shitty thing is that um, uh, they sold this. Like, they, this was a, they filmed this. It was like a film that they put together. And our media team was actually really legit. Like, they put together really good stuff. And then they started selling it to other churches. And I have yet to receive a royalty check. Oh, Are you sure. on IMDb? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. What was the name of the movie? Uh, I, I don't think it was covered by SAG. Uh, yeah, it was definitely not covered by SAG. <laughs> um, I, I forget now. Glo- yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be talking on my ass if I try to come up with the title. Passion of the Christ 2 Double Crossed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Double Crossed. We were also not allowed to watch Passion of the Christ because it was done by Mel Gibson, who's a Catholic, and we didn't believe the same thing as Catholics. So come we on. Allowed to watch religious stuff but you believe in mel right as a human being yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty he's a great director I, he's, isn't he? he's yeah he's, he's did you talent. ever see did he's you go back and watch that movie i actually never did no holy I shit it's good man yeah. i'm not a religious i'm sure dude. it is i'm not a religious Jim dude great and even i sat there and was just like god the cinematography damn, is pretty movie. impressive that scene where the crowd is getting all riled up and shit and you can see the devil cruising yep. through the crowd Mm. And it's like a baby at one point. I mean, it was the cinematography is pretty fucking good. Should Caviezel have gotten an Oscar in your opinion? Yes, I, I, agree. I agree. He learned fucking Aramaic. No, nobody's spoken that shit in a thousand years, and he learned it for this fucking movie. I mean, he made a bunch of money too, so I guess. Well, <laughs> but but nobody knew, right? Like yeah. none of us knew. Hollywood didn't know, and they didn't fund it. Yeah. So he was forced to fund it on his own. Yeah. But Mel made like four hundred million. On, oh my god! Himself. On I think that he movie. made four hundred eighty million dollars. Yeah. Just Mel. Jesus. And yeah. then that chick took half of it. Um, who was uh, Bob? Look it up. Who was he up against that year? Or would he have been up against for uh, yeah, was for he the nominated? Oscars? He was nominated. I don't even think he was nominated. Yeah. Which is nuts to me because again, not being a religious dude and just watching that as like an actor, I was yeah. like, "Fuck, it's a good movie." Um, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, I never it went back and watched it. Wasn't a deep bench for Best Picture. Um, Million Dollar Baby won. And uh, that movie's fucking stupid, man. Until she broke her neck, I didn't really give a shit about that movie. Yeah, and then, I didn't care after she broke her neck. I well, I, I always get all swanked up, but I mean, that one was a little much for me. Yeah. Uh, so, but the other best picture noms were Finding Neverland. Gross. It, it was. It was nominated for three Oscars, though. It was. Yeah, for. Costume. Best achievement in cinematography, obviously. It should have won mm. that. I don't know what... I can look in a minute and see what won, but that was great. Uh, written music and then makeup, but nothing about acting or wow. screenplay. Oh, shit, shit yeah. man. Uh, so who won for actor, Bob? Uh, that was Jamie Foxx's year for Ray. Ah, uh, fuck. I did love that. So cinematography, yeah. what won was The Aviator. The Scorsese film, about not, yeah. not even in the same ballpark. No, man. it's just two different movies. That's a Leo movies. movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's... It's a great movie. It's a great, it's a great film. And Kate I love Blanchett it. won Best Supporting for that, too. She should have. She was fantastic. And I love that, that film. Uh, I would have taken that over uh, the mm. winner. That of- Screen, Screenplay was Eternal Sunshine. That's a pretty good fucking movie. Well, hold on. Oh, this shit. would have been adapted screenplay. Okay. So what year was this? Who was adapted? Oh, what it? Sideways. Uh, 2004. 
Fuck four. Sideways, dude. I look, it's a fine movie for an indie, but like there there's no way. Again, Did you Passion know that's, of the Christ. That's the book that's the screenplay I had to buy for my screenwriting class in college. Oh, I'm sure. That everybody was, was that's it like was the, uh, Alexander Payne, correct? Yes. Yes. Uh everybody was like, Oh my god, Alexander Payne. He's he's just okay. I I'm not gonna fucking jack him off like everybody else. Uh now I'll jack off Mel. For this bullshit, dude, in the Aramaic. Imagine yeah. sitting down in Final Cut and, and just being like, or Final Draft, and just like, well, time to turn the English off. Yeah. <laughs> just writing Aramaic. Yeah. Smells and not, 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 just, not just Jim Caviezel, who was a very successful actor in his own right, but also Monica Bellucci, who, the, her hottest. Not like oh. physical hottest, yes, but also like her, that was a peak of her career because it was after The Matrix 2, yeah. right? Because mm. she started that, started in Matrix 3 as well. Beautiful woman. Uh, Tears of the Sun in 99, Matrix 2, I think it was 2001. So she was, that was right in her sweet spot for her career. Yeah. And also learned a lot of Aramaic to be able yeah. to do that shit. I don't know, wow. man. I felt like, you know, Hollywood isn't going to give too much credit to any Jesus stuff. That's right. They can't. Yeah. Ultimately, that's true. Yeah, it's weird though, man. Because I, I, I was able to appreciate it just for the movie itself. Yeah. Uh, what else was up for Best Picture that year, Bob? Finding Neverland? Finding Neverland was one. Is that about Michael Jackson? Uh, no, I wish it was. That would be a, that'd be a different great Different situation. Yeah. Uh, Bubbles running around, dude. Ray. MJ's the monkey? kid's assholes. Oh, yeah, the monkey's like fucking... The monkey was the director. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a weak year, man. It was Ray, Sideways, Finding Neverland, The Aviator, which out of these movies probably should have won, and then Million Dollar Baby. And then Ray, the- Ray, I loved Ray and The Aviator. Those are two movies, if they're ever on, I'll watch them like forever I, but, like I, I love those movies. one of the other nominations was uh best achievement in music written for blah 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 and the winner was some fucking the motorcycle diaries oh yeah yeah that yeah. was a big one that, that year that was a, a, a that darling. was a good movie it was an indie darling oh no, yeah. no i'm sorry it it was uh that's a different category this is original score so find your neverland beat it out again like I, I don't know what the music i don't remember the music from passion of the christ but it's weird that it didn't win anything uh, I think it's Christian rock. It might have been Creed. Yeah. <laughs> even even makeup, you think it would have had a pretty good shot. I make yeah, up, the I, makeup was insane. Makeup and just all, and the, wardrobe, yeah. all the set design and wardrobe stuff, like yeah. that was, in, I mean, that was incredible. And they're just lifting him up on that cross and they play, can you take me higher? Lim, lim, lemony goddamn Snicket won for best achievement in makeup. So... There was a lot of crazy yeah. makeup. Every in that movie. every character, yeah. every character. So I get it. All I right, all right. I guess it was Kavizi all bloodied up. So yeah, I'll give it to Lemony Snicket. That's fine. That's fine I will say it. this is actually Acceptable. kind of this is kind you of know? fucked. So they did not get a best costume design Oscar nomination, but another roughly same era period piece in terms of it being ancient sword and sandal. Troy got a nomination for it. Oh. Troy is one of the worst movies ever made. That's Gross. very interesting. Yeah. I don't know how you nominate Troy over. Uh, well, it's uh, Brad Pitt passion. naked for Brad Pitt have so. naked. Yeah. And what's the, what's the wardrobe him fucking oiled up. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's oil. Well, it's pretty we damn need good. More oil for Brad's body. <laughs> yeah. Did it was good to be down. Good to be an oil boy on that set. Well, you oh, know yeah. it was a lady. He wasn't getting oiled up by dudes, you know? Not in public, anyways. No. Shit. Brad Pitt's a dude. He he wouldn't do that. Is that not what Best Boy does on the set? Best Boy Dolly. Um, yeah, no, they don't. They definitely don't do that, uh, although they <laughs> should. But you do get your choice of who you want to be oiled up by, and it's, it's probably a lady at that point, you know? Man, what a job she had. Most likely. You know? And it's all gone now. Hollywood has fucked itself. Nobody's oiling up hot dudes anymore or vice versa. 
Did you ever watch that Pam, that Pam Anderson doc about the guy who had to oil her up on set? Had to. Oh yeah, it was like it was the greatest life ever. What How victim. does this get better? That than must this? be like the dude that victim. Snoop Dogg pays 120 grand a year to fucking roll blunts for him. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like oh, got, you know, got got to go to the office, hon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll see you in a little These while. Blunts aren't gonna roll themselves. You better have that dinner be ready when I get home. Yeah, I'm working hard out here today. <laughs> right. How do you explain that? I mean, I guess it was probably a younger person, but if you're like a if you're like a, an old like a dude that's worked in the game as a, like an assistant grip or something for a while or some kind of job like that. And all of a sudden your job is to oil up Pam on yeah. Baywatch. How do you tell your wife? It's like, Hey, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but I got a promotion, <laughs> <laughs> a promotion of sorts. Yeah. Oh fuck. What a dream, huh? Yeah. Uh, so how'd you get out of the cult then? And when did you realize you were in it to get out of it? Uh, early twenties. It was basically when I moved away. Was that like two years ago for you? Yeah, more or less. I'm, was it really? I'm, I'm 31. So, okay, yeah, shit. It was about eight, seven, eight years ago. God damn, dude. So you got two more years to get to Jesus. You sure yeah, do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for perfect timing for my reprisal. Yeah, Here that's right, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's just around the corner. The script is done. The script's done. They're waiting for... Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. They're it's waiting been, for Screen Actors Guild Strike yeah. to, uh, to end. Uh, but uh, sure. yeah, it's been, it's been done. They're ready It'll to rock. It'll probably wow. take them um, like a normal movie. You, you can shoot in four months. Mm-hmm. Right, this mm-hmm. is probably going to take longer than that. You would think. You would think. So. I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know if he's depends on how many sets. Well, and and shoot locations and shit like that. But yeah. I don't know if he's. Uh, it's Mel Gibson. What, what man. era it is, or if he's playing basketball, or if they're going to. Oh, yeah. It's going to be like an Air Bud type. Well, yeah. Do you remember those? Uh, <laughs> you know? Do you remember those little Catholic figurines of Jesus playing all the different sports? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It's going to be that. Yeah. It's like so. It's Quantum Leap. <laughs> But it's Jesus. Quantum leap. It's Jesus, Jesus leap, dude. Yeah, Jesus right. leap, and yep. he's leaping into different bodies. Yeah, right. I, this I it, mean, it actually should be a prequel. It's like the whole lesson, all all the the wisdom that Jesus had wasn't just from ages twelve to thirty when he was like out and about in the world. It was having leaped through all those bodies for thousands of years. That's yeah, what I mean. that's right. So he knew what was coming. That's how he knew the future. I would watch that with Snoop Dogg. Oh Blunt fuck guy. yeah, dude. Fuck sure. yeah, just to dude. Smoke a whole fucking blunt oh, and watch yeah. that. Uh, so do you call your parents after this and say, all right, mom, dad, why did you put me in this fucking cult? Yeah, it wasn't like an uh, official, you know, like I am a now leaving type of a thing. It was just kind of like several years of like slowly moving from one thing to the next thing and kind of, you know, well, we're not going to a Baptist church anymore. We don't go to church on like we, we would go to church three times a week growing up. We had Sunday morning, Sunday night and Wednesday night services. And we had like missions conference and leadership conference, which would be like Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. And it was just, we're there all the time. So like, I just kind of started waning and becoming like regular Christian where it's like, oh, we go to church on Sundays. Oh, we only go to church on Sunday mornings. Oh, I didn't have not gone to church in a couple of weeks. Then uh, and CNA, just right? like started. And they never tracked you down or anything? Like, were they showing up being like, hey, where are you? Uh, chapel. Where, where's the chapel fam? Yeah, because the Mermans will fucking come find you. Exactly. Yeah, so they stayed there. So my family stayed where that church was. I moved up to uh, Fresno. Um, oh, God. Central oh, California. Wow. I mean, uh, if you're going to hide, that's a good place to do it because well, nobody sure wants is. to go to fucking Fresno. I was going to say, the, to give you an idea of Lancaster, which is where I grew up, mm. Fresno was a step up. 
Oh, oh shit! God, where, yeah, where, I didn't where's know. You were in Lancaster? Yeah, I don't know where that is. Oh, it's terrible. Is it like worse than Fresno? Is it like inland? Is it like Inland Empire or some shit? No, no. it's further inland. So, or, or actually, I think it's actually further to the coast. But it, it's it, northern. Pop up a picture. It, it's just when you drive in there, it's northern LA it's County. It's just Lancaster, right? There's like oil machines and fucking weird oh, smells. Oh wow, that's it's just it's there. just the high desert of Southern California, yeah, where dude. like if you can't afford to live in LA, there's a lot of commuters that live there. They they live in Lancaster. They commute to LA. Joke is you can get a, an amazing house in Lancaster. Right. You know whose house There's was in this? Heads there. Oh <laughs> shit! Who was it, Bob? We just did this on a show, didn't yep, we? A you few remember? months ago. Uh, he's dead, right? Yeah. OJ. Aaron, no, Aaron, Aaron Carter. Carter dude. Aaron Carter had a house. Aaron out Carter. Here. Do you know him? Represent? No, no. He, no, he was. Oh, he didn't grow up there. Out there. He moved there. Like if you if you're in LA and you've never been to Lancaster and then you move to Lancaster, that's yeah. not for like positive purposes. No, <laughs> it's, it's for financial. It's for drugs. Well, it's for a trap house. Yeah, yeah. 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 No one. The cops. It's a big meth town. You know. So fuck yeah. But then there's just this massive forty acre compound of a church that's just in the middle of Lancaster, and that's that's where that's where I basically grew up. No shit. So yeah, I moved up to Fresno, and it was just like the first time I was out of my own, away from all the influences of growing up, and it took me like just a few months to realize like oh this was not normal you no know? shit um, when when's the the what age were you when you first had sex then uh, i was 21 when i got married i was oh. a virgin yeah so you got married in the yep yep are you still Two. married now yep same same girl yeah my high school sweetheart we started dating when i was 16 and we got married when i was 21 um we're both virgins and yeah we, we're still together now we've made it through all that all that bullshit somehow you know, that's we, kind we, of amazing so she's out of it too she mm-hmm. knew what was going on she yeah. was like yo she she took a little bit longer than i did um uh which caused obviously a lot of friction between us for quite a while and we we almost split up probably at least twice during that time period yeah um but yeah yeah we just it, tons of conversations and you know it took several years to kind of get on the same page but i never like pressured her to do any like i, I was like and i'm still this way i'm, I'm not I, I don't disparage anybody for the how what they believe because i don't think anybody can really know 100 percent what they believe to be true it's just like okay well you believe it and cool good for you so like even in that scenario i like i was never trying to preach to her to be like hey join me like stop believing that nonsense or whatever like she would just ask me questions and i would just tell her how i was feeling and then eventually just kind of she did her own research and ended up of you know similar conclusion to the one that i've ended up at over the last few years so but but how we got lucky but but how is that when you go home where you guys go home you know from work or whatever it is at night and then you're popping on pulp fiction and you know she wants to watch she's like hey we we can't watch that in the house yeah she wants to watch like the hallmark channel so with that stuff with that stuff we were kind of always on the same page because like her parents weren't as strict on her in terms of what she was allowed to watch growing up as mine were so like she could watch like rated r movies in mm. high school and stuff i never was allowed to do any of that stuff so oh. it, was, it was like she was kind of already used to some of that stuff happening gotcha um but i was like i was super strict on even even on myself so like i didn't listen to there's i have a lot of knowledge gaps in like music and even some movies and stuff like that because i only listened to like traditional gospel music for like 20 fucking years so holy shit like that you know if it was a a popular song i obviously know it because i'd watch Mm. movies or you walk in the mall and you hear music it's not like i was you know walking around with headphones who was your favorite band uh, that was the thing is we didn't have like I was not allowed to listen to actual Christian. But there's music. like the Gaither trio and the Gaither Carmen vocal band, and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, wasn't it like James was Franklin or who's the um, Franklin guy? Uh, that's not ringing a bell. The Gaither vocal band I listened yeah. to a decent amount. Basically, if it had drums or guitar, I was not allowed to listen to it. Um, so like a- even reg- like Christian contemporary music like Casting Crowns mm. or like Chris Tomlin or Hillsong, like mm. I wasn't allowed to listen to any of that. Um, because that you know. 
is devil music. Apparently. So did you guys have, do you know what diamond backing is? No. Okay. So a lot of religious fundamentalist groups, um, they feel like, well, so the Mormons have soaking. Are you familiar with that? Yep. Okay, good. We'll get to, we'll get to more about that in a minute. Diamondbacking is um, saving your vaginal purity by only doing anal sex. Mm. Was that a thing for you guys? It was not. No, we, we basically, bad. we snuck around and, you know, uh, did basically everything that we could do except for actual sex. Okay. Uh, so, but if we had gotten caught, we would have been expelled from the college. Like no they, shit. Like, and we were engaged, by the way. This is not like, oh, this is a girl that I'm like just messing around with. Like, we were engaged to be married, and we were not allowed to go on dates without a chaperone. Really? Or touch, hold hands, hug. Kiss, and they watched you the entire time. So, so this you got is a chaperone. This, yeah, yeah. This is we, we were just talking. Would sneak around. We were talking earlier about finding gaps in the marketplace and then starting a business. I feel like I could be a chaperone oh, for yeah, like twenty-year-old couples. <laughs> yep. And I'm just like, do whatever the fuck you want, dude. Or just don't look yeah, into the camera. Just, or you make don't the look, guy face the movie screen, and then you get jacked off. Where it's just like, hey. Either way, dude. Like, as long as you're fine. Yeah, as long as everything is. It works out for you either way. If everybody's 18 and up, we mm-hmm. can fucking party. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then you could say, you said, look, I don't want you to jack him off. Yeah. Because that, that's, that's going to be bad for him. But I definitely need it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's well, like, you're, here's how you yeah, present well, it. A reverse jack. Like you, you need, you know, you need to jack somebody off. Mm-hmm. But it can't be him. That would be a sin. But you right. jack me off. I'm like, just take it out on me. Exactly. Well, I mean? And it'd be preventing me from, you know, having sex with this girl that I want to have sex oh, with. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like, and that's I'm, bad too. So I'm John Coffee. We're doing each other a favor. I'm mm-hmm. John Coffee and fucking the Green Mile. I'm well, taking all your sexual energy in and I'll spit flies out of well, my mouth. Quid pro quo. Jack yeah. my dick balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then all this, all this cum just, just shoots out all over. Yeah. And it's like those bees. The semen yeah. turns into cum. fucking bees as soon as it fucking comes out of your dick. Yeah, it sure does. <laughs> sure does. Uh, did you know Adam Tyson up there? That's who I was looking up. Adam Tyson, no. Okay. Not, not familiar. Uh, he was the pastor up at uh, that Kanye church. Oh, it's gotcha. about thirty miles northwest of LA up there. I didn't know if it was the same people. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, see, all those were too. The every other church was too liberal, so we were not like even the bigger Christian <laughs> churches. Like we were, we would not associate with any of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm looking up some more of these people here because there was a, man. There was so many man. Uh, Do you know like Marvin Sapp? Nope. Okay. Warren Sapp's brother? Yeah. I, I mean, I know of them, but mm. like, you know, we didn't consume any of the their gospel content. guy. Okay. And mostly like the church that I was at became so big that we had our own publication ministry at the church. So the majority of the stuff that I listened to or read was stuff that was put out by the people in our mm. own church. Like, Did you have a radio station or like, or um, were they giving you? That's, that's quite CDs? the information silo. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was definitely that. Um, uh, yeah, publications where they they would just do. Uh, actually, I don't think they had their own radio station, uh, but they would you know live stream all the services. But then they would just publish books and books and books. Like the pastor of that church written, has written like 140 books. Dude. Did you have it's to insane. buy the books? You didn't have to buy them, but uh, like it, in college, you know, a lot of the teachers would teach from his books. So in that case, I had to buy them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what we call vertical integration. Sure like, is. Oh, totally. Like I said, you weren't even allowed to read books that were written by other pastors that weren't in our denomination. What about like DC Talk? Remember that band? Like rap Uh, group that was... Yes, that was absolutely bad. Yeah, anything anything rap was bad. Well, they had a black guy too, which probably wasn't... 
Is that a problem for you guys? No. Yeah. No. Was there any blacks in your church? Yeah. There's. There's. There. We were not a racist organization. Mm. Not saying you're racist. Blatantly racist. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Know, yeah. Because we hide it. There's too. some pocket racism going on. Oh yeah. yeah. We hide well, it too over here pretty yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> it's we'll mostly like one or two black guests on a yeah. month to kind of yeah. cover it up for. But it, for <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't blatant. Like the Mormon. Like the Mormon fundamentalist groups are like. They, they're they're just straight up racist. Well, you know, the Mormonism believes in the Nephites and Lamanites. Right. Lamanites were people who angered God and God cursed them with Black dark skin. skin. Yeah. That's Oops. Right. Yep. 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 Now, that played in the 1830s when that shit came out. That's right. No. Well, and, and like <laughs> and the majority, later on, not <laughs> so much. The majority of Mormons are like, yeah, that's not real anymore. But like, uh, I have a buddy who grew up like polygamist Mormon compound, mm. 44 brothers and sisters. Now, that God. would be, yeah. that, that sounds like more my speed where yeah. you're kind of dipping your wick into, into 80 different candles there. As long as you're in like Salt Lake City area, right? Because outside of the city, you've got 44 dumpy ass wives. And Salt Lake City. <laughs> City, they're fucking Dimes. every yeah. woman in Salt Lake City that that grew up there is a fucking ten. Mm-hmm. She's twenty eight years old with four or five kids, yeah. every well, single one of them. And and you'll commonly see. And I think this is a thing in a lot of religions where you see like a, a ten with this like dweeb of a oh, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, Short, but they have fucking, that religious yeah. status. You know what I mean? Where they're like they're like the guy in that space. God so status. Yeah. yeah. No, right, it's like exactly. they figured out they fig- the connect. To they God. figured out how <laughs> to get laid. At being nerds way before tech dudes did. That's you right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they just figured it out. Well, in the eighties it was cocaine. Nineties and two thousands so far so far has been tech or fucking some kind of Bitcoin bullshit. Yeah. But back well, then Sam it was just like freed action. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a fucking. They don't call it deacon. What do they call it? Uh, uh, bishop. Mm, maybe in the remember. Mormon Church. Yeah, yeah. I think it's bishop. Is it? <clears throat> I still wanted to see that sex tape with him and that chick. I Sam know Bateman-Fried? she was actually a real ugly face. Did you see her face? No, I didn't. Uh. Bob, pull up uh, that chick's face. It's it's not great. Wait, who are you it's talking like a about? Little turtle. Um, uh, the the girl who flipped on him. Uh, they were little cohorts together who? in this trial right there. Sam Boom. He's about to pull her. Up oh, right that now. girl. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she did she have fake titties or anything? No, but she's got huge heavies, right? So she mm. she looks like a little turtle here. Isn't there a picture of her with uh, like in a bathing suit or some shit somewhere? Oh, I haven't I, seen I, that. I think there is. I haven't seen that. Come on, Come on but she's got heavies, and I, I've always wanted to see it just to see it because her face is so weird. It's, yeah, it's bad. I mean, you'd really Maybe have she's to. She's really smart. You'd have to back her she up. She is really smart, and that's the thing. It's like, dude, oh look at that. Look at that. She looks look like the wicked that. witch of the west. That dude, looks bud. like AI. Drop Ooh. a house on her ass. She looks frightened. Don't act like you wouldn't. I know. Well, I haven't seen the heavies yet. We haven't well, seen the heavies, Bob. How smart yeah. is she? We haven't seen the heavies. If you unleash, because yeah. oh, there's a sex tape the that was heavies. supposed to be dropped. Um, it has not yet. Uh, when they drop that tape, though, I'm going to be dropping. In. I'll be dropping loads yep. for sure. <laughs> Same here, hundred um, percent. Same here. But right. I may have to like. Maybe I'll. May, here's what I'll do. I'll press on my eyes really hard mm-hmm. until I get like blurry, starry vision, and yeah. then I can handle it after that. You I think, think so? Yeah. Um, I think I. If she's got heavies, I'd go to completion. I think like that'll that'll get me there. You know? Yeah, but then like it's a sex tape with her and him. Yeah, because here's what I know for I've never seen this, but I know this for a fact. He's got a weird little dick. Well, he's got right? a weird body too. I yeah. bet just like patches he's a, the he's hair. A, he's and a shit. disgusting fat body with a weird little dick. It's probably curly like a pigtail. Yeah, right. His pubes are weird. Everything's uh-huh. weird down there. Some it's, discoloration. Yeah, some discoloration. 
Uh, so speaking of which, that's what, not her. That's do you just remember random titties. Bob, Bob. You're just God looking damn. at that's just tits. random. Damn it! I was trying to zoom in. Oh, you're hole. just looking at tits for free, Bob. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. He's actually getting paid to look at tits right now. I know, right? <laughs> you know, uh, if you can get a job like that. I recommend it. Do you remember watching porn for the first time? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did so, it freak you out? Um, uh, no, it was great, but I didn't. So, like, when I was in high school and stuff, like, I would say that I watched porn, right? But it was like fully clothed. Like the softest core porn that you could think about. Were they even touching? Yeah, like it was like two chicks making out or something. Okay, you know what I mean, and this is like early days of the internet when it was like before YouTube existed. Okay, gotcha. It was like stupidvideos.com or like Google Video X Hamster. They bought YouTube or whatever. You know? Yeah, um, but like real porn, like I, I did not even I did not see any of that until I was like in my twenties. Was it mind altering at that point? Not really, because like I had already had sex. I understand that, but I mean, when you're seeing shit that that's this graphic, mm. where you're like, "Holy fuck!" Because I'll I'll go back, like I'll put it from from my circumstance, right? Like, uh, what we used to see was like, you know, fucking Playboy and shit yeah, like yeah, that, sure. Victoria's then, Secret. The well, but then it got show, aggressive yeah. with uh, Penthouse, mm. and then what was the one that was just above Penthouse where they had penetration? Hustler. That's it. So Hustler had penetration. You were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, Hustler mm. is a wheelchair guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Larry Flint. Larry Flint, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, this is wild. I, looking back at it now, you know, because I've got kids and shit, I mean, we're talking about panel and fucking, uh, what was the, the facial? Uh, Facialabuse.com, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Facialabuse.com. When you start getting into that world, <laughs> yeah. it's so drastically different where you're just like, holy shit, man. Yeah. What the fuck is next? Yeah. You know? I don't remember having like a. <laughs> oh my god that's yeah. crazy that so like this thing. right here um it's a lot on, of mascara running um look at that i mean because that's oh wait go to that last photo bob real quick started to, started to, yeah so that one's perfect right so see with the this gloves exactly the, the that's, amount of that's detail exactly that what i'm in. saying like when you when you start really examining these <laughs> he's got on rubber gloves that are all lubed up, lubed yeah. up as well yeah, yeah i think if uh this is a tip for you ladies out there mm -hmm. and maybe for the men as well but if somebody comes into the room ready to fuck and they they're wearing gloves you may want to get the fuck out of yeah, rubber yeah. gloves that's not a good sign. find an excuse yeah because yeah. those are rubber gloves yeah. that's not like oj isotoner gloves that's those right. are like rubber sex gloves yeah. correct you're like, getting there is a mess about to be made yes you're getting yeah. all these fingers in every orifice well i'm here. more concerned about getting murdered at that point i think right are you not me. Depends on who it is. I, yeah, I was going to say, I'll not kill you. anybody yeah. that comes into this room right now. But yeah, uh, yeah. Just if if you were a woman, as a small, and female, a dude comes or, in and he's wearing like a fucking like leather or uh, yeah. uh, like surgical gloves, a, that's a problem. And a GoPro around yeah. his chest, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's like all right, it doesn't I'm bode well. About to no. get my fucking kidneys <laughs> taken out here. No, <laughs> he's got a fucking bag full of dead frogs, and yeah. he's just bashing it on the desk, and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a guy. You know, there's a method to it. If you flick the wrist just right, one hit, and it kills the frog, it's humane. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, an eye pops out. Yeah. Just maybe one eye pops out. Yeah, the but first that's, eye he's dead the already. It doesn't matter. It's the Ziploc bag. I just like think that. it's like, you know, some people roll a fucking coin on their knuckles. Some people do other stuff. Yeah. Like some people fidget smash around frogs. some people. Yeah. Just yeah. kill frogs. Just take a fucking dead frog yeah. and smack that head against the yeah. table. Yeah. Um, and that's how they come. It's just a Tuesday. Yeah. It is. It is, but I think if I was in a cult and then I got introduced to this, what we're we're, we're looking at here, yeah, I, I mean, I you'd start singing that well, it that was, Aladdin song, a whole new world. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was very <laughs> gradual, though. It was gradual, you know. It wasn't like it wasn't like I want you know go from that to strangulation. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it was like it was just 
well, you know, it goes, it's desensitization. You get like, oh, well, that's kind of cute now, but like, it's not going to do it for me. And then you kind of keep going down the path. Yeah, I guess I had to live it. I think mean, Dan and I had to live it, you know, before we got into this era uh, of, of what it is now. Of anything you want at your fingertips right. at any So, so yeah. at that point, you're, you're, you're kind of just doing it on your own and you hear about shit through other people where you're like, oh, hey. Man, I put my fist in some girl's asshole the other night, and you're like, "All right, cool. Is that even possible?" Yeah, and like, then you go home and try it, right? <laughs> but that's that's what I'm talking about. It's like yeah. you you try to do this shit, and you're just like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that's a lot of they make it. A I, lot I, of I grease. I feel like what's more dangerous for the average person than the the false image of beauty that we see in magazines and film and television and shit like that. More dangerous than that is how easy porn makes anal sex look. Oh, oh yeah, because it's it's not. Like, what it's was, not, the, what was like the last that are out time you public? tried to do something yeah, yeah, in person you can't that you just saw jam it in? No, dude, people yeah, that are out can't. in public, like in these in, in porn videos, are out in public. So you know what you should do is just fuck fucking the ass right here yeah. on the side of the street. Like that ain't yeah. happening. And, nah, that's not the real. And if it does, life. if it, if you're able to do that to that woman. You should probably get tested, right? Because her asshole's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, and your dick's probably fucked up. Dick's probably fucked up. Well, it would be then. Yeah, it would be then. Uh, and um, if they're Haitian, yeah, definitely. Well, that's AIDS, that. though. Yeah. yeah. Real quick, you got a podcast. You know we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Fitty. Saying, Fitty, you hot. I want them to love me like they love pot. 50% off. 50% off everything in the entire store. GhostBed has never done this in the history of their whole goddamn company. The world's gone mad. There's two wars. Ghost Bed's giving shit for half off. Why? Why is this happening to us? Oh, God. Why? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know why they're doing it. But take advantage of it, all right? 50% off the mattresses. 50% off the adjustable base. 50% off the sheets, the pillows, the weighted blankets, the RV mattresses. Everything is 50% off over there. And the beauty of it is when you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And yes, the 50% off deal is good with that. So you can stretch out those payments for three years, load up the carts, Pop in the promo code Drinking Bros at checkout, 50% off, and you can stretch it out over three years. Great gift for Christmas. Uh, if you and the, the, the missus or the mister, not judging, uh, decide to go in and get yourself a brand new bedroom set, head on over to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros today. Next up, we got Diet Smoke. Come on. You know it's going to be a party when Diet Smoke shows up on the fucking show. Unless you're with fucking Dripping Springs Premier Physicians over there. You can't have THC. You can't have it. Although they sell it in, in all 50 states and it's legal, you can't have it in your system to get Xanax. You're going to sleep too much. You worry I wasn't going to fucking work? Come on, dude. We're partying over here. We party with diet smoke. Now, for those of you, those of you out there who are new to THC, I'm going to break it down for you. Diet smoke crafts their premium THC products from 100% American-grown hemp. While we're talking about quality, their Pineapple Express Sativa gummies have just launched. Let's go. And those are right on the money. 50 milligrams of the uplifting THC per gummy. 
It's a delicious tropical flavor. Great vibes, all discreetly shipped so you can't lose there. Nobody will know you're eating gummies having a good time if you don't want them to. But it's not just about the variety over there. Because they got 10 milligrams, 100 milligrams, fucking 150 if you want. Uh, Each Diet Smoke product is uh, third-party lab tested to ensure that you're getting only the best ingredients and nothing else over there. I got some sprays. I got some fucking... Uh, pouches there with THC. And I got a, a whole box full of fun new stuff from Diet Smoke over there. Uh, but what truly sets them apart is their commitment to their customers. If you don't love your experience, the customer service team is ready and waiting to take care of you. And here's the fun part. For all of our Drinking Bro listeners, go to dietsmoke.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 15% off. Yes, 15% off over there. Uh, I take one of these goddamn things every night. It's great, man. I love it for sleeping. Uh, also love it for uh, concerts and movies. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, me and the, the missus, the wife, uh, take one to watch some Netflix. It's a blast. But remember, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Enjoy responsibly and cheers to diet smoke. Next up, we got KershawKnives.com forward slash drinking bros let's go let's go kershaw christmas is right around the corner kids okay perfect stocking stuffer get yourself a little knife in there they've been making knives in the good old us of a since 1974 they got about 400 staff there in the U.S. headquarters and factory and all these knives are designed tested and manufactured in the good old U.S. of A. So no matter what someone's budget is, they strive to offer them a value-packed product uh, that's backed by a limited lifetime warranty, anything from like a $20 Walmart special for someone who's just starting off uh, to those $200 USA-made automatic. Still is always automatic. D'Anthony and I have those. Uh, They also offer free replacement parts like a pocket clip, screws for free. All a customer needs to do is fill out the parts request form on their website. Use code DB20 for 20% off at KershawKnives.com slash DrinkingBros. Again, that is code DB20 for 20% off at KershawKnives.com slash DrinkingBros. Orders over $100. Ship for free. Well, you're rolling the dice at that point. Uh, you're rolling the dice with anybody on the street. That's true. That's true. But uh, so you guys have been together for, for what, 10 years now? Uh, 10 years in January is our No ring. I don't see yeah. a ring over there. Yeah, we do, I, don't know, I don't know why. We, we both kind of just stopped wearing them a little bit ago. We were just like, if a ring is the thing that's going to keep me married, then we're probably not that married. You know what I'm saying? Got like, it, if, got like, it, got if, it. If, this is, if I have to wear a ring in order to like be a married man then i don't know it just it just like didn't really like mean a ton to us and like when we when we got married it was so much in that entire world and that movement and everything still so like we we've always talked about doing like a vow renewal and getting new rings and stuff like that Mm -hmm. because we just didn't feel like it was 
it didn't feel like it was us. Like it didn't feel like we were committing to we, to the versions of ourselves mm-hmm. that we are now. So yeah, we like I'll wear it every once in a while. Just like when I travel, I usually don't wear it. Um, but um, yeah, me neither. It gets in the way a lot. <laughs> so yeah. it does get I, I was going to say that. Uh, sure uh, it does. It gets in the that's... way that Applebee's waitress. <laughs> that's a lot of words to admit. You guys are swingers. On... <laughs> sure is, and that's fine. We don't give a fuck that you guys swing. I mean, dude, after yeah. being in a church cult, yeah. yeah, why not? Why not? You know, enjoy your life. You get married at twenty one. It's just like Skittles. You know what I mean. Yeah, Sometimes you gotta taste the rainbow. You sure do, dude. Yeah. Fuck, man. But no, we yeah, it was just like a yeah. We don't yeah, doesn't really matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, and parents, what's the relationship like with your parents and everything? Uh, so it's it's fine now. Like they, my, my parents at the time, like I always tell people, they were just doing the best that they could with the information that they had. Like they just had no idea how intense it was for us growing up in it because they were already fully formed critically thinking adults by the time they got into that world. So they were, they could like look at things that they mm. agreed with or disagreed with and form their own opinions. Right. But we were putting it when I was three and I was enrolled in the school in kindergarten. And it's just like, so if I'm there, I'm, I'm like, I was at the church more than I was at home for school and church combined. Right. So like I was not being as formed by my parents as well as I was being formed by the authority that was at that place. So I just think they didn't realize how intense it was and uh, how brainwashed we were becoming at the time. And so now they have kind of like some regrets around putting us in the school, but I, I never try to make it like worse or anything. Cause I know that their intention was not that it was just like, we want to raise you the best way that we know how to raise you. So this is kind of the place that we've ended up at. It was a great community for them. They really enjoyed the people. It was like a lot of, you know, people who shared similar values and all that stuff. And I get all that. And so like, I don't disparage any and, and them for any of that. And at, at the time too, obviously this is like early nineties. It, the information that we have at our fingertips is no longer, you know, like it didn't happen like that back then. Like if you yeah, wanted you to learn, you more, couldn't just look it up. If you wanted and be to like, object, hey, dude, am I in a fucking cult? Exactly. If you wanted yeah. to object to something that the preacher said at the pulpit about the Bible, then it's like you got to go talk to another person who knows the Bible better than that person does. Like you can't just go look up a podcast that talks about it, or like go check out a YouTube channel that talks about, you know, uh, maybe I'm in the wrong religion or whatever. Like you had to do so much more work to overcome it. And so, so that's what I'm saying. Is like now we have a great relationship. They are still like in a lot of that belief system um, themselves. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've had enough conversations at this point to be like, Hey, you know, respect me. I respect you type of a thing. And we're all good. So and but, everything's normal at like Thanksgiving and all that shit. Yeah. Cause the rest of my family was never like that. Like the rest of my family's Christian, but they were just, they're the community church Christian. Like they go to church on Sunday, every other Sunday, maybe, you know, they, yeah. they do Christmas, Easter and they see they, they, crowd. They, yeah. they pray before Thanksgiving dinner type of a thing. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the rest of my family. So they always looked at us like we were kind of weird anyway. So right. they, they are, they're kind of looking at me now like, Oh, good for you type of a thing that you grew up into this, your own person. Um, so the rest of my family doesn't, you know, it's pretty inconsequential to them. Okay. So once you get out of there and you've gone to this kind of fake college, can we, I mean, can we, uh, it's absolutely a fake. College. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I felt bad saying I it. Think I was the, like, hey. the diplomatic word for that is unaccredited. Unaccredited. Yes. Sure. sure. Unaccredited um, degree in Bible. So yeah, yeah. I was incarcerated. Um, <laughs> you know, you were in fucking prison, uh, <laughs> with that. Um, do you, how do you get a job? I guess like, do you, That's a good how question. do you go into, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you go you don't into an employer and yeah. say, Hey dude, I went to this place and then they look it up and they're like, wait, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, the answer is I didn't get a job. I've never had a job job. 
Uh, so I did door to door sales for about five years after college. Hundred percent commission. Someone say that's harder, man. Hundred percent commission door to door. Somebody so. say, hey, someone say that's harder for real. Oh yeah, it's definitely a difficult thing to do for sure. But at the time, it was like, what am I gonna like? I'm, if I go get a job, job, somebody's gonna pay me like thirty seven thousand dollars a year because I don't have any like skills and I don't have any, um, I don't have a degree that matters for anything. You know, this it doesn't count as an actual bachelor's degree. So I'm gonna get this crappy job working for a boss I don't like in an office setting that I don't want to be in, like moving papers around, like that sounds like just fucking kill me now type of a thing. Right. So like door to door to me was like, I can work 20 hours a week, sell what I sell and mm. I can make six figures at 22. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll choose that. And also since you guys weren't wearing rings, if anybody had any plumbing <laughs> well, issues at the time, in their I home, definitely was. If anybody had any plumbing issues, it's like you could fix those. Yeah, slide hey, right any, in there. You got any problems in? with your pipes? Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I'm not wearing a ring. Yeah, I, I think that pipe's going to need a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Let me grab it from the truck, a.k.a. my pants. Um, <laughs> but you were making $100,000 a year? You were making six figures door yeah. to door? Yeah. What were you selling door to door? Uh, some alarms. At the oh, time. I thought you were gonna oh, say like shit. weed or something. Yeah, I was gonna, that would have been dope. <laughs> yeah. Coke. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm at Coke. Yeah, I was on Coke door to door. So you were selling alarms. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what were you saying that they were for Jesus or? Oh no no that, that, that was completely separate from being a Christian. Did you so. break into their house first and then come back like two months later? Be like, hey, yeah, yeah, you it would have worked if we did that. Another it would, it another work. vertical integration idea. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, we just had people for that. Yeah, yeah. Like people. I don't want to be breaking into houses. People, yeah. that. Exactly. I can't be on the hook. Guess they weren't white, probably. Right? They sure weren't <laughs> racist guy. Yeah, Lancaster, this <laughs> cholos. Right. <laughs> you gonna blast this fool or what, Holmes? Put the alarm on your house. Put the fucking alarm outside. Oh, in Fresno too. Oh, yeah, Fresno. Good places to sell alarms. But yeah, I was doing alarms. I, I sold solar. I sold alarms. I sold water purification. I sold you know, quite a few things. But whatever it was, you were yeah. just like, hey, doesn't matter what you sell. If you're, well, those are if all you good. Sell it, those are all actually money. like good products to sell. Yeah. Oh yeah. So well, not only that, but I, like, I'm being serious when I say this. Like when you that it, it's it's very difficult selling shit door to door. I used to yeah. hate it as a kid when we had to do it for like the football team. Yeah. yeah. When I was just like even selling Snickers to to people, I was just like, God I damn think it's it, dude. Snickers. Oh, that's right. But, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But he had, he had, with that hard arm, he had been uh, yeah. doing public speaking since he was you know preteen, really, right? Yeah, like true. just like yeah. Jesus, twelve years. So old. I bet you were like amazing Jesus. at it. Well, the thing is, what's interesting about that is like I I ended up getting this job at store to door company. And I was hiring a bunch of people. And I kind of based it on that. I was like, well, all my friends that I've been doing this stuff with since I was a kid probably would do really well at this. And I got them into it and just like none of them could hack it. So I don't, I don't know what it was for me personally. I just, uh, my, my dad was a real estate agent my whole life maybe. I don't know. I don't know if that was helpful. I just, uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I think I'm just, I think I'm just a really competitive person ultimately. Mm-hmm. And when you put me in a room with a bunch of people and be like, all right, whoever wins like gets higher status and makes more money. I was like, well, fuck it, dude. Well, well yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to go win, you know? So yeah, it, it was, it was honestly like a great way to make some money at the time because it didn't require again, 40, 50 hours a week. And it gave me time to work through some of these other things that were happening in the back of my mind about like my belief system and religion and all these other things that I was contemplating. If I had to give 60 hours a week to something, I might not have been able to like make the progress that I made in that period of time. But yeah, it was literally 20, 25 hours a week. Like we'd work when people were home. So I'd go out from like three o'clock to eight o'clock, sell a couple deals, come home. I'd play video games, go to the gym, you know, hang out. First time I was drinking beer, you know, I never drank or anything growing up. So yeah. I was like 23, had my first beer, started hanging out and just partying, having a good time. But it was like a, it was like a year or two where I just was like kind of finding out about life in a real sense. Um, but I got to do it making six figures too, which was, you know, 
better than I thought it was going to be. Fuck yeah, it is, dude. It's great having so, money. It's so much better than not having money. I know. That's for sure. Being poor yeah. sucks, man. And like, ironically, I was making better money than anybody who I knew who went to real college and got a real degree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was doing better than a lot of those people were anyway without any of it. So, um, yeah, sales was to me like a, it was like the thing that saved me at the time. So. Shit, dude. Uh, so what do you do now? So now uh, I have a couple of businesses uh, we, in the podcasting space. So I've been podcasting for like over six years. Got my own show, um, which brought it's me everybody into, the name of the show. Yeah, it's called Travis Makes Friends. Okay. Um, yeah, very conversational. I interview people I find really interesting that have done usually, – usually the majority of people I bring on is the people who've taken an alternate path in life. And I like having the conversation with people like that. But we've also brought on you know, athletes like Shaq and Paul Pierce and different people like that. We brought on um, comedians, Brian Callen and Brennan Schaub and um, you know, uh, people in that world as well some entertainers um mm. how do you get, how do you get c- connected to like Shaq and those guys because you know it's one of those things in the podcast space we hear it all the time of like hey yeah. man i want to start a podcast it sounds like well, it's a blast funny you ask else. because yeah. he's got a solution for that really yeah, that's yes. what my age that's what one of my businesses is we connect shows to guests and guests to shows is one of the because of that exact thing because people people were asking me about that all the time and I was so it's like, like well, cameo yeah. though right yeah. it's like uh people that People can it's like it's set up kind of like cameo. Yeah, like a marketplace. Yep. Yeah. Like you, they'll have like a speaking fee for all those guests, and you just go on, click it. They decide if they want to do it, and that's it. So no <clears> yeah. lie, man. I uh, it's a I great had this conversation. What was it? Four years ago. Yeah. Um, I can't say. Well, no, I can't say who now, but because uh, they're massive. I mean, mega, yeah. mega massive, uh, mm-hmm. and they didn't have time for it. Uh, and ultimately, what they found personally was uh, trying to wrangle in celebrities. It's pretty fucking tough because of it's their difficult. schedules and, well, and all that other shit. It's not even the schedules that makes it hard. It's all the people who want to slice the pie. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. This agent, if you're this trying manager, to manager, this person, lawyer, and this person. Yeah. And, like everybody's a gatekeeper and everybody wants to make sure that they get theirs. So like one of the only ways to make it happen is like having a personal connection to that person. So it would like with the Shaq thing, like that's how it happened. I knew a guy who actually knows him pretty well and like got me a 20 minute zoom call with him. Oh, that's you know great. I and mean? so like it, personal, personal connections and things like that. Cause he's like busy as shit. Yeah, I don't think people understand how many so. businesses he, he owns. It's, he, he, the dude, the dude's insane, man. He's like yeah. shark tank, that guy. Yeah, yeah. And when he's not working on one of his businesses, he's, and on television, he's well, at a random mall somewhere buying everybody. He, he, he just walks into restaurants and, stuff, yeah. and just like, Hey, I'm paying for everybody's food today. Yeah. Yep. Like, yeah. all right, cool. I guess that's good. Bought this, uh, yeah, bought this lady a MacBook for her mm-hmm. son or something yeah. at the Apple store. Just like, yeah. And then he graduated, just, I think, so recently. Cool. One of the ones. one of the, LSU, right? No, I don't remember. One of the kids he bought stuff for graduated recently. Oh, really? Oh, bought, oh, yeah, Then yeah, he yeah, bought yeah. a graduation nice. present, too. But that's, it's funny. I saw him in an interview not too long ago. Um, I think the interview was from a while back, but he was talking about how his kids were like, "Hey, what's? Why can't I have this? We're rich." He goes, "No, we're not rich. Yeah. I'm rich. You're not yeah, rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like rich. you not you don't get a dime from me until you graduate college. That's then right. then we'll fucking see about setting you up in a business and stuff like that. But you go fucking finish school, be good, graduate college, go help people first, and then yeah. we'll fucking sort that out later." He's that's why I like the him best so example. Much, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, first of all, I was a big. Uh, I grew up in SoCal, so uh, mm-hmm. Lakers were my team. Shaq and Kobe Lakers were like my favorite team of all time, and I watched them all the time growing up. Shaq was my favorite player, so and I played a ton of basketball as my sport. So like Shaq was like my childhood hero, but then he also became a role model in life with all the businesses, mm-hmm. the entrepreneurial ventures that mm-hmm. he does, the the broadcasting, and then seemingly really good dad, a good member of his community. He's a he's an actual cop in Florida. He went back and got his earned doctorate. He's Doctor Shaquille O'Neal. Like he didn't have to do any of that 
shit, but he just like continues to improve in a way that like to me is super inspiring because he doesn't have to. Yeah. He can stop working tomorrow and be done, you know, but he just keeps doing shit. So yeah, that one was a really cool one. Kobe's my dude, man. Uh, that was yeah. my dude out there in LA because yeah. I was out there for shit 15 years. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was doing Big that Kobe too fan. on the back end, like just mentoring young girls, mostly basketball players that played Kobe, with his yeah. daughters. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, man, but not just, not just the ones that play with his daughters, but also Ian Eskew and some other women that were in NCAA too. Yeah. And then that one in Colorado. Uh, what's that, Bob? I was going to say, it was cool as Shaq. Another cool thing um, Shaq did that I, th- I think a lot of people don't talk about enough is that he actually donated um, three rings to Kobe Bryant's career, which mm. is cool. Wow, dude. We're not doing that. <laughs> Last today, night, Bob. Kobe couldn't win without me. Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Got fined like 25 grand for doing a rap song. What did Kobe win? Two more after that, I think? Yeah. 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 Shaq won yeah. two more as well, right? One. Uh, one. one. Yeah, was he just one in 05? Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. six with the Heat, yeah. With the Heat. Oh, six, I yeah. Mean, yeah, he's got four, but he does have four fi- uh, finals MVPs, I think, mm. as well. Uh, Wade, Wade got the Heat one. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He, he got the, so, with the, the three he got with the Lakers. He was the finals MVP. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, so I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I enjoy people with a, a very, very strong work ethic. Yeah. Um, and I've told this story in the show, but one of my first jobs in L.A. was I was a waiter at the Staples Center for the luxury boxes. Oh, sweet. Uh, so when it opened, then, like, opening night, I was, I was there, and we had rehearsals and all that other bullshit, right? Yeah. And, uh, and every day, one dude who was playing by himself, man, with a with a coach, and it was it was Kobe every yeah. day. You know, who I never saw there early. Shaq, ever, yeah, ever, never saw him once. Well, what was, was he like, going to practice? Being a fucking giant human being, <laughs> free you throws. Really I to... at least thought free throws, and like, because I <laughs> yeah. asked, I asked my manager, because uh, like, you know, I was like, man, who is this guy? Because uh, I just moved to LA, and, and Kobe yeah. was pretty young at that at yeah. that time, just uh, and I think he just started to be honest with you. Um, but uh, and I was like, who is that? And they were like, oh, it's Kobe. They're like, you're gonna see him every day. And yeah. I was like, oh, all right, because we had to get there hours before and set up. Right. Uh, never saw Shaq though. <laughs> that dude put in the work, man. He put in the work. I never saw Shaq until tip off. Yeah, Kobe. That was the only time I saw Shaq. Kobe said that if Shaq had his, if Shaq worked as hard as Kobe did, that he would easily be the greatest of all time. Easily, easily. Yeah. I've still never, because like in real life, I've met Shaq and all that shit, right? Yeah. And it's like. When you meet him, he's so physically imposing yeah. that, like, there isn't a body that's that big. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. even I, who's the best well, and, in the NBA now? The, probably Djokovic. Djokovic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Djokovic. Um, Djokovic is probably the best now. And I watched that game last night against the Lakers. And, his, uh, and he just dominated. His performance even last year was fuck. insane. He doesn't it, even care that he's there. It's just like, I love, all right, I got to go do a triple-double so I can go fucking ride this horse later. I have right, not, I exactly. I have not liked annoying. a big man as much as I like Jokic since Shaq. So, me neither. Yeah. And uh, But Shaq versus Jokic, like there's Shaq oh, yeah. would have destroyed him for sure. Well, the only problem with that is that Jokic can step out and hit that three, and Shaq would have to like leave his his True. post to to put a hand in his face, or somebody's got to, because like that he can still fucking hit that deadly three, man, which is insane. Yeah, uh, but yeah, in the like, who he's the most dominant player of all time for sure. He's still like to me top. He's my he's my guy still. Who else sure. has been on your show that's been really impressive? Um, uh, it depends on what you mean by impressive. So, um, I've had Tillman Fertitta on there, the billionaire owner of oh, the yeah. Houston Rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a lot of best-selling authors because my show is more educational business. When I first started it, we rebranded Travis Makes Friends beginning of this year, and that's when we kind of started talking to more you know comedians, or whatever. We mm-hmm. had uh, Dane Cook on um, three or four months ago um, in LA. That was a lot of fun. So you know, Shaq, Dane Cook. Um, Couple, a couple different billionaires, Jeff Hoffman, founder of Priceline.com, uh, 
And then a lot of New York Times bestselling authors, uh, thought leaders, you know, people like that, podcasters. Sure. Um, starting to get more in the comedian space. I just like having comedians on. They're just fun to talk to. Um, so, you know, Brian Callen, Brennan Schaub, and, and Dan Cook. Like, I'm just, just trying to get more into that world a little bit, too. So, um, but yeah, uh, Paul Pierce was a lot of fun because I watched Lakers against Paul yeah. Pierce. A he should have asked. Yeah, did you ask him about so, shooting himself? No, I did not. Oh, that's I did great. not. You know he shit himself, right? Uh, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. That was the wheelchair. <laughs> so they had to get him out of there in that wheelchair because he was wearing those white shorts and it went through the back of the white shorts and he didn't want anybody to see it. Yeah. I had to get him out of there in that fucking wheelchair. By dude. the way, Shaq career, 52.7% free throw shooter. That was awful. Uh, he scored 28,596 points in his career. If he had been a 70% shooter, mm-hmm. he would have scored 36,472. He'd be second on the all-time list. Wow. Yeah, that's insane. That's nuts, dude. And totally believable because that's all any team could do to stop him. Yeah. yeah. It was just jump on his I back. I mean, if he could shoot free throws, he may have scored more because he would have gotten more two-point buckets because they wouldn't have been able to foul him as much. You know yeah, I mean? or he wouldn't have been to the foul line as much, though, either. Mm. Could have been he was never thing. out there Because, like, you can't foul Jokic. You can't foul no. Anthony Davis. You yeah. can't foul some of these other big dudes because <clears> they're just, they're just going to sink you at the free throw line. Uh, did Dane Cook bring his 16-year-old girl, wife on there? Uh, I'm no. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> She's, I'm gonna she's throw you on the bus in case you guys sweetheart. are friends in real life. Yeah, we, uh, no, he, he's he's actually he's actually a super super nice, really cool guy. Okay, um, and she's I think like 23. They did just get married now. In yeah. Hawaii. yeah, yeah, now, yeah. yeah. It's uh, the guy girl for the six that years. Date on there, yeah, girlfriend. 23. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, you can just say your boyfriend and girlfriend, right? That's not legal, I don't think. Well, no, and they did when she turned 18. It was before that where shit got dicey. Um, you know, it's hard to say. Yeah, it is. Like this girl, pop her up one more time on screen there, oh, Bob. How old is she? I did think? find a picture of, the, of her heavies, kind of. It's, no. a, it's a terrible picture, though. All right. Uh, not that, I mean, you can't fuck that face up any worse than it already is, really. But That's a, that's a painful face right there. Yeah. It's not ideal. Well, that's her at her happiest yeah. moment right there. So you can, it just gets progressively worse. There. <sighs> Just looks like a sad little turtle, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Oh, no. Holy fucking shit! Uh, what a wild ass show today, dude! I, I had no idea when you walked in all this crazy shit, man. That's yeah, wild. that's that's usually the thing that most people zero in on. Is your cult? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it really? Well, that's the most interesting thing. It's just like, oh well, you talk to, talk to podcasters and business people, whatever. But like, you know, it's it's unique. Well, I think I think we all want to know how one can get sucked into it and everything else yeah. uh with your parents that that makes more sense yeah uh the ones that when it like, wasn't like an apparent you know like that's why i have a hard time all the time calling it a cult it's just like it, it, the easiest way for me to get people to understand what i mean is just by saying it was a cult because everybody has an immediate you know you go oh okay well that makes sense right. but if i say like i grew up religious then people be like oh yeah i grew up religious too and it's like no 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 we're not talking about the same like i'm not talking about going to church on sundays yeah like, I mean, you were on a we're fucking talking cross about here. completely different things well that was just that's <laughs> like, just a passion play that's yeah, yeah. He, he wasn't dressed like that the whole that time. That was because in college, uh, yeah, it wasn't a daily for twenty five college. In college, I was not allowed. You're not allowed to grow a beard. You have to shave every day, or you get demerits. And so when Fuck I that. played Jesus, they let me grow a beard. Oh, that's so that cool. was like the coolest thing about it. Did you start wearing a leather jacket or something? Yeah, like the Fonz. <laughs> yeah, did yeah, you Fonz exactly. it up, dude? Did you wear a leather uh, jacket for sure? At some point, I had a leather jacket. Yeah, duster, uh, long, yeah, yeah. floor like duster, like Lorenzo <laughs> Lamas. Like, I just had a toothpick in my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Highlander, dude. Uh, <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. uh, now's the point in the show we get to the Drinking Bro of the Week, which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today. Who would you like to give the Drinking Bro of the Week to? 
Uh, that's a good question, dude. You know what? I'll, I'll shout out my homie, uh, Jeff Fenster. Um, he's been somebody who's been a really good uh, friend, but also kind of mentor and was also a client of mine as well in our uh, production business. Uh, but somebody I've like grown really close to who's helped me out a lot in the business side of things. He's got a great company called Everbowl. It's a Aussie okay. Bowl franchise. They open up, they're opening up one new store a week right now. They have over 70 locations across the country. They do tens of millions in, in sales. Man, was, uh, was he on Shark Tank? Uh, no. No, he was Fuck, not. I saw a guy on Shark Tank who was opening up that many businesses, and really? it was fucking mind-altering. Oh, I mean, yeah. not, 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 I'm sorry, not businesses, just locations yeah. of the same company yep. that I had not heard of, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, they got a takeover plan, but they have over 400 more locations signed on for. Drew Brees personally is opening up 160 by himself. He's invested multiple seven figures wow, in the parent company dude. as well as by opening up all these franchises. Um, so, and Jeff's completely vertically, vertically integrated. He sources all of his own product from Sweet. the Amazon. He has his own construction company that does all the franchise build outs. And they're now working with like Shaq's big chicken and all these other franchise models where they do the build outs for them. Okay. So like, yeah, he's just super, super smart guy, really successful guy. Um, and, uh, yeah, good friend. And, uh, I respect him as a, as a dude, somebody I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have brought into my, you know, circle of friends recently. So for sure, give a shout out to Jeff. Uh, and then tell everybody about the, the podcast business and where they could uh, reach you to get guests and shit yeah. like that. Because that's a, we get that question all the time. Yeah. Of like how to get guests. So Travis at guestio.com. You can just shoot me an email. Uh, the site is guestio.com. So we guestio, have. Guestio, it's guest.io. Yep. Like be a guest. So guestio.com. Um, so you can, there, there's a, there's a software marketplace that is free to use um, where we have like a low subscription model that you can go in there. Um, and do it everything yourself. But we also have a concierge service where we will actively represent you as a show or actively represent you as a guest and try to book you um, for whatever promotional purposes. You're coming out with a book, you're, you know, sure. have a product or service to offer or whatever. So we'll we'll get people. It's like it's like a PR service, but instead of getting people booked on, you know, Forbes magazine, we're getting them booked on podcasts to share the message or whatever. And so. what's the average cost of a, a celebrity there? What does it run? Oh, run people? dude, that's such a wide range because it just depends. Like, you know, if the if the show has already some notoriety and mm. is well known and has a bunch of subscribers or downloads or listeners, a lot of times we can make it happen for free. Um, but most shows aren't that way. So right. if you're starting with nothing, it's like, well, you're going to have to pay their full speaking fee. And if depending on the celebrity, uh, it, whether they're relevant now or they were relevant 30 years ago, there's a big discrepancy there. Cause like, if you want somebody that's relevant now, it's like, mm. well, we're talking about a hundred G's. What sure. about Steven you want Seagal? Somebody, yeah. Like somebody who's relevant in 1986 is like, well, they still demand a lot of attention cause they're a big name. Maybe you were a massive fan of them growing up, but they might be like five grand, 10 grand. Mm. So like some of them. You know, you could you could get like you know, like the Dennis Rodman type folks, where it's like still a really cool guy to talk to, awesome stories, probably an amazing podcast guest, mm -hmm. but like isn't as famous as he used to be. You know what I mean? So there's some people, you know, the 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 price range will vary mm. widely depending on how big your show is, how established you are, and how big the celebrity is, and how relevant they are to today. What about from the other end? Like if I wanted to go on that marketplace and promote my show. Oh yeah, so like if you want to get booked on other shows, mm -hmm. we tip it, we have a retainer in our agency, so we charge anywhere from just depending on like show volume, show quality, a couple mm -hmm. of different things like that. We charge anywhere from three to five thousand bucks a month to do full representation and get people booked on podcasts. So that's yeah. sweet, man, because uh, yeah. that could help a lot of people out there. Um, right now, I think there's over nine hundred thousand podcasts. 
And I think only 700 get over a thousand downloads per episode. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, so here's the, here's the most recent stats that I pulled is that there are now over 4 million total indexed podcasts Jesus in existence. Christ. Jesus Christ. Of that number, 300,000 of them are actually actively releasing episodes within the mm. last 30 days. So that's, that's only a third of yeah. the previous yeah. total. Even, and, yeah. and what the wild thing is that number has not gone up since 2020. That's not surprising. The number of active podcasts. So, like, the total number of podcasts has doubled since 2020. Yeah, but most but people But the give active up. number, exactly. Yeah, they give that up. brings you to the point that, like, 95% of people won't make it past episode, won't make it to double-digit episodes. Yeah. There, so, isn't, yeah. there isn't a high barrier to entry to start a show. That's the no. which is that's problem. awesome slash not yeah, awesome yeah. thing. Because, yeah, I mean, exactly. you just get a lot of fucking, you get a lot of noise yeah, and not a lot of signal in there. Yeah. Yep, yeah. yep, exactly. But, you know, the good news is for people who take it seriously and do it well, you know, there's still a lot of room to come into the space. And, oh, for sure. And yeah, I haven't had a real job in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah right. and, and, uh, and if you're good at it, yeah, you can keep doing it for hopefully years and years and years. Yeah. Totally. So. It's not going away. No, no exactly. certainly not. And it's only growing, and it's you know new well, canals through say, radio. The cool thing is during that time period where Active Podcast hasn't grown, Active Podcast listeners has grown mm-hmm. by like 20, 30%. So more and more people are listening to the still small number of podcasts that are out there. So, you know, it'll, it's only a matter of a decade or so before terrestrial radio is just gone. Like not, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Well, the like, last, why would you continue to big deals? There are fucking XM radio. I mm-hmm. cause all the conservative people that were on AM radio, they're all gone now. Yeah. So they're all on either podcasts. Most of them are dead, too. Dead on podcasts or whatever else, right? Because like Glenn Beck's got his own network, but it's a podcast network. Right. right. I think they do sub out to some terrestrial networks because yeah. they still technically exist, and why not? It's free money. Alex Jones does, too. Uh, like, Clay Travis uh, yeah, but he's with Fox. Fox. Yeah. So yeah. it's like... Fox so, Nation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he took over that Russian I'm just ball saying spot. AM radio is not a thing really anymore. It, it's, no. They're basically just syndicating podcasts at this point. Yeah. See, and then there's the big shows on Sirius XM, like Howard Stern. As soon as he dies, that's it. Well, yeah. and, well, and, nobody, will go and away nobody's ever going to get a deal after that. No. It, no. And, and by the way, do you know in the cars uh, that are being made in 2025 and up, they're eliminating yeah. AM radio altogether. So, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that makes well sense, that's a dude. mistake, though. Right. Uh, for me, it's like, like if the internet goes out, AM radio is still the best way to do long, long distance communication. Hmm. So that's, that's, a, that's a huge mistake to that's do that. Fair. But, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, podcast is just a more superior form in like every way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like on demand. I listen to what I want. I can skip through what I don't want to listen to. It's just like everything. And is so you can much cherry pick through it. a catalog and say, "All right, yeah. cool, man. I want to listen to this, not, or this, or this." It's not and, just like, "Well, I guess it's six thirty. I'm listening to whatever is happening here, and right. I don't have any other option." Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Uh, and especially a show like this. I mean, shit, we're I don't know, probably pushing sixteen hundred episodes. Wow. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's, it's massive. Yeah. Uh, but uh, thanks for being here, man. This was yeah. fucking wild today. Of course, dude. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad you didn't get touched. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Me and you both. I didn't know where this was going today, and, and I was both. like, man, if you got fucking touched, then I got to deal with that. The well, rest he of didn't the day. actually say he didn't get touched. He said the church doesn't really do that stuff. Yeah, well, like I said his. they right. cover it up. If yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he may personally have been. You don't. That's true. Well, but I wasn't. But now he said he to, wasn't. Yeah, so. to, put, to, put it, to put it to rest. Yeah, I yeah was to not. put that baby Jesus yeah, to rest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't touched? I wasn't. No. Okay. I was just not on the cross. Not yet. Not yet. Day's still young. Show's yeah. about to end. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> Big hand on the little hand, dude. That's when you know it's time to go night-night. 
Uh, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, kids. Go to iTunes, rate the show five star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five star, and you can walk away. No reviews necessary because they're dummies over there, all right? They're from Sweden. They don't do that over there, okay? They got marshmallows and shit to do, cocoa all over their hands. They don't, they can't do technology. Just click that five star and throw your fucking phone out the window. Uh, we'll be live here for the NFL show in 10 minutes. Join us on Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube. For Danthony D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. <laughs>